love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. Says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. happens live from our radio hub for Thursday. It's October 17th, 2019, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Yes, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate your loyalty and locking in this show as the number one button on your preset. There's Drew. It is Thursday, and I am thirsty Mm. for a weekend. (laughs) Hey, Claire, what's going on with you? Oh, God, I love baseball. I just love the the league championships leading up to the World Series. I'm glued to the TV. How about those Astros? How about those Astros? How about those Astros? I hate those Yankees, so go Astros. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) In this situation, no matter what, I'm I'm going for the, you know, the Strohs. Uh-huh. Ryder the Youngin, how you doing, sir? What's up? Been playing video games all night long. What's the deal? Yeah, I was kind of like thrown back because I haven't slept a lot. But uh, as soon as I heard Drew say Thirsty Thursday, I I, 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 I snapped back to reality. You taking advantage <laughs> of Thirsty uh, Thursday today? Yeah, I'm going to go out tonight, actually. That's a good idea. Do you have the drinking shoes on? I, <laughs> drinking shoes are on every day, son. <laughs> oh, looking forward to tomorrow. He might be the only man in the country who calls the Houston Astros the Strohs. <laughs> You're not from the state of Texas. Is it really? And have you really abbreviated the Strohs? Yeah, absolutely. Call them the Strohs when they're in Houston. They call them the Strohs. Come on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I worked in Houston, so yeah, they call them the Strohs. Strohs. Who's laughing now? (laughs) Not me. Uh, Yeah. Have you ever been to Houston? I've been to Houston. Got to see baseball, but. I think they need to work a little harder on the nickname. Then that's too easy. That's low hanging. Dude, I don't appreciate that. I don't even appreciate you talking about base. I've I've seen you throw. You've never seen me throw. I've seen you throw. You've a never baseball. seen me throw. And 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 I know you told me you play baseball, but judging you've by that never throw, seen through, me throw. you've never played the game. You've never seen me throw because I do not throw because I hurt my arm and I don't want to re-hurt it. One time you threw a baseball in front of me with never. our friend Nick. Never. It I've was never thrown a ball. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> How about them Strohs? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, it's going to be a great show today. Here comes Thursday. Let's go. It happens live. And now. Now. FIT with a Z's world famous. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Going to take you out of the Netherlands right now. Ooh, the Netherlands. <laughs> Land of windmills. I think so, right? Netherlands? Yeah. I don't know. That's why yeah. I'm asking. Many <laughs> windmills over there? All they have is windmills. People only live, no homes, nothing, just windmills. And they're wearing wooden shoes house. all day long. Wooden shoes windmills. and windmills. Yep. Boom. Oh, that's that sounds it. like fun. Tulips. All There's night also... long, it sounds like. Yeah. You should You should be around during football season. How do they get any sleep over there? Yeah. Well, anyway, they really don't. But uh, this is titled The End is Near. Family in the Netherlands just emerged from a basement after they spent nine years hiding out and preparing for the apocalypse. Hmm. One of them finally left. 
Went straight to a bar, drank five beers, and uh, told the bartender about it. And then it got out to the police and stuff like that. Wow. I kind of, you know what? I Wow, I'm kind of with them. Sometimes I, I want to do that. You know? Do you think mm-hmm. if you came, if you'd gone down nine years ago, yeah, and you came out today, would you want to stay out, or would you turn around and go right back in your? Oh, oh you'd go right, right back, back in. in. Yeah, oh, right yeah. back in where you had good low blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. nice little chill environment. No, think about it, nine years ago, no Instagram. Right. Uh, there was Facebook barely, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a big deal. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? I'm going to take you folks out of the beautiful great Northwest. You say marijuana, I say marinara. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. A reporter for Q13 Fox News in Seattle. She was uh, (laughs) reading off some school district lunch options Uh for the day. (laughs) And she made a little accident. See if you can notice it. We have exclusive (laughs) What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. Lunch in the Seattle School District, teriyaki chicken with rice bowl or turkey sub sandwich. And Ken, it's the Motsy Dunkers and marijuana. marijuana. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Very interesting day at school today. <laughs> or chicken burger and everything. Rockin' ravioli. Yeah, you'll be rocking with garlic toast and a Tacoma <laughs> bean and cheese chalupa with Mexican rice. Have a great day at school, kids. Oh, <laughs> they will. And you know what? All their parents are going to be showing up, too. <laughs> Here for the school lunch. <laughs> this is your principal speaking. Will all the parents please leave the school, please? <laughs> oh, no. Uh. <laughs> all right. Run on the Doritos at the end of the line there. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You got the. What? what? Are, are you kidding me? me? All the Doritos are out. All the Funyuns and Doritos. We haven't seen the janitor in like four hours. <laughs> He's asleep on the bench out front. <laughs> okay, there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Fitz happens live. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Reach out, find me on Instagram. Just search Follow Fits. Uh, there's Drew and Claire, Ryder the Youngin. We try to make every day feel like a Friday. Hey, this is something that's going to make you think. You know, you heard the term famous last words. So let's pretend that, I don't know, you're dying today. Mm-hmm. You get one final sentence. Mm. What is it? Oh, oh yeah. One. Yeah, it's making you think. We'd love to hear from you as well. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car. Listening on the app. You get one final sentence before you leave the world, before you go to that other other dimension. What is it? Ryder the Youngin, you're raising your hand. You yeah, ready? You know, I've actually been planning this for a while. That's uh, really scary. Yeah, when I'm on my deathbed, I, I plan on looking uh, at my family and friends and going, when I was 26, I robbed a national bank and the money's in the... And then just going. Interesting. Come on, you don't want to leave them hanging? <laughs> Yeah, so you're saying you want to leave them hanging. You, you want them to live like a life of torment. Where's the money? <laughs> just fighting. <laughs> you might as well say that you just buried some treasure somewhere. That's what it's basically yeah. that. It's very close next... to what mine was going to be, so I'll rethink it. I was going to yeah. say, I just want to be the next D.B. Cooper. Yeah. I, I am Claire, just, yeah. I just want to get a serene and then surprise look on my face and say, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the family would be like, oh, my God. Well, you know, uh, Steve Jobs, who through most of his life, 
you know, wasn't really like a believer, you know, a religious dude or anything. But his last words uh, were, oh, my God. True story, which is mm-hmm. really interesting. He really got uh, into the, like, Eastern mysticism, style, sort of Buddhism stuff at Buddhism. the end. Yeah, he, uh, he got into a lot of different, he was trying a lot of different medicines and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he even had several places trying to grow him a new liver yeah. and, and mm-hmm. stuff. Some people think he actually did. Some people think he's still alive. Have you heard that? No, I've never heard I that. I have. Oh. Yeah. I've heard that, like too. Living out in Zimbabwe somewhere, and hmm. like completely remote. It's weird. See, now you guys are making me think of, yeah, I want to. I definitely want to say something. Claire, kind of along those lines, like really random stuff, like, oh, my God, there's Abraham Lincoln and Liberace. Right. Or, you know what I mean? How do you guys know each other? <laughs> yeah, just, what? Yeah. But your famous last words, you get one final sentence. What is it? All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Hey, whether you enjoy doing it or not, you know your daily workout is really, really good for you. It's good for your muscles, Drew. It's good for your bones. It's good for your heart. But did you know that it's also good for your brain? Older people who exercise regularly... Uh, and face it, I mean, really the habit begins when you're much younger. It should anyway. But um, basically, older people who exercise have a slower rate of decline in thinking skills that naturally occurs with aging. Claire, we were talking about this yesterday. I know you do a crossword puzzle every single day. Mm-hmm. I say throw down those crossword puzzles and just start, you know, going a good nine, ten miles a day run. Both. I do both. Do, wow. Well, I'm, I'm not back up to nine or ten miles, believe wow. me. I'm only up to a couple few what miles. What if you run that yeah. far while doing a crossword puzzle? What? I would probably trip on something. Uh-huh. What if you did the crossword puzzle while doing CrossFit? Oh. Double down the cross. Now you're talking. But people who reported light to no exercise experienced a decline equal to 10 more years of aging as compared to people who reported moderate to intense exercise. I see people walking around my neighborhood all the time. I mean, they are, and, and then they start walking backwards, and then um, mm-hmm. some, some of them even like tap their head as they're walking. Have yep. you ever seen that? Absolutely. What is that for? Yeah, I don't know. To do, it's like literally, like literally chewing gum and walking at the same time. Just to get the it's brain yeah. uh, doing different things. doing multiple, your body doing multiple things at one time. Interesting. Oh. Exercise. Yeah. yeah. All right, Drew, choose your news. Fitz, I'm about to blow your mind okay. right here. Uh, everyone knows Fitz is a lover of the Ford Bronco, his Ford Bronco. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. He's been talking and dreaming and salivating over the new Ford Bronco that's been promised and pulled back and promised and pulled back. Well, we do know that the new Ford Bronco is coming out in 2020, and information's been leaking. A little here, a little there. <sighs> what about well, photos? We think we just found a leak that is perhaps the startup screen, the startup graphics and the startup animation screen for the onboard screens inside the Ford Bronco, oh including... Gosh. The logo, the updated Ford Bronco wow. logo. So all of this is—it's all questionable because these certainly are they didn't these change the logo. It's got to be the same logo. It's an update on the classic bucking Bronco. You know, the rear, rear legs bucking up. Perfect. And it's kind of cool and angular and modernized. But the startup graphics have sort of boulders rolling down a hill. But the graphics that were leaked are about 14 seconds long, which is too long for a startup screen unless. They're saying this will start playing as soon as you open the door to the car. Mm. So you get in, you situate while this little animation is going on, and then by the time it. you start I it, smell the new Bronco. I, it's there. All right, Claire, what about you? Choose your news. Could we be this close to solving the mystery of Amelia Earhart? We've been mm. down this road before, but this one is different. Now, she disappeared in 1937 while trying to fly around the world. She was last known to be over this island called Howland Island in the Pacific. Some bones were found on another nearby island in 1940. 
But in those days, they were like, oh, we found some bones. And they just threw them in a box inside a thing in the back room of a museum. And they've been there ever since. Some researchers who expanded the search area for Amelia Earhart a few years ago came across this museum and this box of bones. And they went, huh, I wonder if. So they are DNA testing them now. And here's the thing. If they prove to be her... That would mean that she didn't die in a plane crash. That would mean that she survived on this island as a castaway for a while. Either that or was she uh, enslaved? Did they make her a slave? Also, I've, I've also heard those rumors. Also possible. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, know, we'll have a better starting point to rewrite her story mm. once we know if this is her. It's all about that DNA, 23andMe. Yep, that's all right. Right. Uh, right of the young, and what about you? Choose your news. Well, do you guys remember that movie that came out a few years ago? I know Drew probably does. Suicide Squad? Of course. Yeah. All right, we're throwing that one right out the window because it was trash. But they are now rebooting the movie with none other than James Gunn, the same guy that did the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Uh-huh. And the crazy thing is the set photos are now being released, showing some of the actors on set. Ooh. And Pete Davidson was named, you know, a Saturday Night Live actor. Yeah. But now two more big names were just released, and you can see him on set. Idris Elba is now going to be a part of the movie. Oh, love uh-huh. him. Sexiest and man alive. This. John Cena. The no. champ I love John is Cena. here. And he's on Suicide Squad. Love John Cena. <laughs> Playing what? I have no clue, honestly. Whatever he I'm wants excited. to play. He's John Cena. He, yeah. go, he visits a lot of kids for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I just love that yeah. dude. How are this, all these guys defecting from Marvel over to DC? Uh, a lot of it is a lot of, it's a lot of creation control. Uh, James Gunn, they, he had some crazy tweets and they decided to pull him off. But they brought him back for the third one and now he's going over to DC. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. If you're not a P1, you need to be one. Tune us in. Turn it up. Keep it on. Set our show as the number one button on your preset. Whenever you meet us and stuff or say what's up to us on social media, we love it when you walk up to us and say, oh my God, P1 since D1, P1 since day one, since the first time I heard you guys on the radio. That, my friends, is the goal. Uh, there's Drew and Claire, right of the young, and uh, we're all here. And anybody see what what they call Halloween trees that are now in stores, Big Lots, Home Depot? They are Christmas trees, but they're Halloween trees. What? It's, it's a thing. Crazy. It's that getting crazy. Awesome. It's the, a thing. The Halloween industry <gasps> used to be for kids. Billion, billion, billion dollar industry. And now uh, the growth of just Halloween decorations, Halloween industry is astronomical. Because it was when I was a kid, it was those. You know, those crummy little plastic outfits with the, the clamshell mask with the piece of elastic. That was in all the stores and the candy. And I don't know where your parents took you for your costume. Well, hold on. And Sounds then, like they didn't love you. Well, I never wanted that costume. It smelled like vinyl. You know, that smell. that <laughs> and It just had like a picture of the person's outfit yeah. on it. It yeah. looked like a smock. Anyway, and now it's a, a six or seven billion dollar industry because they tricked adults into playing along. And now they're selling Halloween trees. Uh, uh, so you're saying they just... Convinced adults to you know get into Halloween. Yeah, We've always been basically into it because adults stop being adults. I could never see our parents like getting all. Oh, my parents used to go to no Halloween way. parties. There's when no I was a way kid. Green Bray Bob dressed up for Halloween. That's a great. Qu- you know what? He was way too serious <laughs> to dress up for Halloween. Find out. Yeah, just like our dads didn't wear shorts. That's a great question. <laughs> they didn't dress up for Halloween. My, my, my dad shorts? did, but when he did, it was petrifying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, the old man. Knees? Why do you think I discovered sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody turn that down. I'm, ca- I'm calling my dad. Oh. All right. Let's FaceTime. The GBB, Green Bay Bob. Green Beret Bob. Hello? Hey, you're on the air, so don't cuss or anything. Hey, real quick, we're having a little debate. We're having a little debate in hi the dad, studio. Hi Bob. We're having a debate in the studio right now. And 
when I was younger and you get a babysitter like around Halloween, would you and mom go out to Halloween parties and dress up in costumes? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. So, Bob, you used to dress up for Halloween? Oh, yeah. I remember one party, yeah. One well, t- party? Tell me about that party. I forget what it was. Is it it significant? Yeah, Drew just found it hard to believe that my dad, Green Bray Bob, would ever dress up in a Halloween costume for you know on Halloween. And I said, "You guys, you'd leave me alone with the babysitter all the time, all 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 the kids." On the weekends, yeah, that's what babysitters are for. You know, you can't give your whole life to your kids. You got to keep. You adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh yes, that's all we wanted to know. All right. Oh what well, a legend. Is that what screwed you up? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, welcome back to the show. What's up? Welcome to Friday Eve. Stand by. We're getting ready for the good, the bad, and the gossip. The Fitz files on the way. Turns out Jennifer Aniston has more than five friends. We're going to tell you how she broke the internet with her social media debut. Drew is standing by with a Thursday reality check. LeBron James is finally weighing in on the NBA's controversy in China. James says Daryl Morey should have thought more about the consequences of his pro-Hong Kong tweet. Okay, talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. And now uh, he's getting a lot of backlash. So uh, just just to let everyone know, to bring you up to speed, so Daryl Morley is the what the GM or the of owner? the Houston Rockets, the, the GM or the owner. He's the GM of the Houston Rockets, and, and he made a a tweet supporting protesters in China. And of course, China, the government immediately shot back and started making some threats against the NBA and why that's and he, important. He was supporting the protest of of the, of the people uh, trying to basically get a democracy right, in, Hong in Hong Kong, Kong right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of politics about that, about Hong Kong being reintegrated into China in the last okay. couple of decades. Anyway, that's not... China's uh, lashed back and, and demanded apologies from the NF, or NBA. Uh, and the reason that's important is China is their second biggest market. This oh, yeah. could be, This is literally worth billions of dollars to the I NBA. I know, but at what time are, do we uh, apologize to a communist country about freedom? I mean, what this the living, the you know what? I, you're oh, right, yeah. money. This right. is the debate. I like, wrote yeah. the way you apologize to the communists when it's about billions of dollars. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yes. yep. wow. That is the debate. Like, uh, Is That's business it. more important than, than basically political principles oh my uh-huh. god the nba seems to say yes it is oh. and it's not just the nba that's the crazy part it's disney too what do you mean so a couple years ago somebody sent out a picture of winnie the pooh one of somebody from china sent out a picture of winnie <laughs> the pooh compared it to their leader and they banned winnie the pooh from china oh man to the point where disney felt that they had to step in because they were losing product prices and everything wow. else yeah mm-hmm. unbelievable keep us updated yep all right there you go the thursday reality check Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files.
I always felt like Instagram was missing something. I just couldn't quite put my finger on it, and now I know what it was. It was Jennifer Aniston who decided yesterday to join Instagram. She only has one post. It is a picture of all her friends' pals that she took a selfie last weekend when they were hanging out at Courtney Cox's house for dinner. That one post got her the fastest person ever to 1 million followers. And as of right now, when I started following her about 20 minutes ago, she's now up to 7.5, excuse me, 7.8 million followers. Amazing. People who could just, you know, who could just crop dust and take a toot on social media and they get a billion followers. Yep. Yep. Get this. 7.8 million followers and that friend's post is near a billion likes. Oh my god. In less than a day. Isn't that amazing? I told you there's going to be a movie. Nobody believe me, but there is going to be a 100%. movie. The demand is too And Matthew Perry wasn't this photo she posted, right? Yeah. When he you, was oh there. Yeah, they're all there. When you think about it, they're it's actually there. scary the power of something like this. Of the reach media? and the power and yeah. the ability to impact yeah. people and get people's attention. Right. It's awfully strong. I just think it's pretty amazing in this day and age of like Kardashians and the Kylie Jenner and all that kind of stuff. That a woman who debuted a show 25 years ago and is 50 years old broke the internet because everybody still loves her. You know what? I am, I am with you, girlfriend. And Drew, you were just talking about the power of social media. You know, when we uh, left the other station, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the station that shall not be named. Mm-hmm. It was the power of social media and technology that kept us in touch with, mm-hmm. with, with our listeners mm-hmm. for that. And it's amazing. It is, I agree, it is so powerful. All right. Thank you, Jennifer Aniston. You're welcome. Thank you, Jennifer. Desperate Housewives Felicity Huffman is now behind bars. You are you are now safe to leave your homes. Oh, uh, she God. started her two-week sentence in the college admission scandal in a federal prison in California. It's a pretty light sentence because she owned up like right away, and she only paid $15,000 to have someone fix her daughter's SATs. But meanwhile, Aunt Becky Lori Laughlin, she spent yesterday taking a yoga class, trying so hard to be incognito. Hat, sunglasses, you name it, and yet she still got caught inside side pictures of Felicity behind bars and Lori going to yoga. Uh, she is still awaiting trial. Uh, she, of course, paid half a million dollars to completely fake her children's involvement in the sport to get them into USC. And because she doubled down and is trying to go to court, she's probably going to get the book thrown at her. If found guilty, she could get 40 years. Hey, also, if there's anyone listening who's checking in uh, to jail today, call <laughs> us now or text the show. Yeah, right, right before you hand in your phone, please yeah. text the show. Kids, yeah. I have the greatest news for you. Uh-huh. There is a Grease spinoff series coming to HBO Max. It is a musical TV show called Rydell High. <gasps> it reimagines the original movie and all the original characters. It is set in the 50s. I am loving it. Is Zac Efron going to be in it? I, I hope so. I want to be in it. I hope they put Zac Efron in it. There's also a prequel movie of the story of Danny and Sandy's summer romance called Summer Lovin'. That is in the works as Kind of well. sounds a little like Glee in yes. a way, but you know what? It's Grease, so it's, it, it works. So take my money. But it's on yeah. HBO, so it might have an edge to it. <laughs> At the end, Sandy burns everything down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there you go. you got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz The legendary Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. I have a question for you. I want to know your country story. Love to hear from you right now, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. But what is the song that brought you to love country music? What is the song that brought you to love country music? And I know that there's a a story behind it. You know, when I was a kid, my mother always uh, was listening to Barbara Mandrell in Alabama. Alabama was actually my first concert when I was a little kid, but... 
the game changer for me was this. In the seventh grade, I was hanging out with my buddy Jared Clark and Wes Thomas in North Texas. And Jared Clark said to me, hey, play Garth. And I said, Garth? What is Garth? This is the song that truthfully brought me to just seriously love some country music. Blame it all on my You know, this is my country story. I showed up in boots and ruined your blind tie affair. Isn't it crazy? I'll never forget. You know, even the person I was with, Jared Clark, was saying, you got to listen to Garth. What about you guys? Is there a song that brought you to love country music? Yes. Uh, Drew, go ahead. I would also largely say Garth was a major part of, of bringing me over because I grew up uh, I grew up a rocker, right? I grew up with rock and, and that that alternative rock sound, you know, I was into Alice in Chains and Soundgarden and Metallica and all that stuff. Devil but, music and stuff. No, yep. No, <laughs> yep. But, and of course, Garth was huge at the time and he really introduced a lot of us. But the song that I wanted to play over and over and over again, because it was like really deep and powerful to me, was Midnight in Montgomery mm-hmm. by Alan Jackson. Mm, interesting. Really deep song and I just loved listening to it and, and tried to hear the story that was in that song and who he was talking about and the history he was explaining through that yeah. song. Yeah. Uh, anyone else want to go real quick? Tell us your country story. What is that one song that brought you to love country music? You know, I think I always, you know, I grew up like listening to Kenny Rogers, but that to me that I didn't think of that as country. I just thought of that as, you know, music. And I'm like, I'm not turning on the country radio station. Ew, why would anybody do that? That was like, like you, Mm -hmm. alternative and folk, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I literally heard one song that changed my view on country music. And it's this old Patty Loveless song called You Don't Even Know Who I Am. Wow. And it's a story. It's basically a story about this woman who comes home, leaves the wedding ring, leaves a note, and says, you know what? We've been married all these years. We don't even know who each other are anymore. I'm leaving. Wow. And the husband comes home and says, know me. you know what? You're right. And it was just this beautiful song. It's probably only got like 20 words Yet in the so entire sad, song. Huh? I literally pulled over and sobbed yeah. my eyes out. And <laughs> oh, I no. never changed the station after that. Tell us your country story. We all have one. What's that one song that brought you to love country music and the story behind it? It happens live. It happens live. You know, we all have our country story. I want, I'd love to hear from you. What is that song that brought you to love country music? That one song that just... Brought you over to the good side. Yeah. You know, a lot of really cool yeah. stories on the text. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for the amazing messages. Hi, Emily. It's Fitz. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing so good. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Would you tell me your country story? What is that one song that brought you over to country music? Um, my country music song was the Dixie Chicks version of Landslide. Wow. wow. Yes. That was a great version. Yeah. Wow. Great song all the way around. Oh, what yeah. was do you remember like where you were and like how it grabbed you? Why it grabbed you? Why did you fall in love with it? Um, well, I was pretty young when I first heard the song and I remember going to the store with my mom and hearing it playing like you could test out the CDs back then. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Was, right? <laughs> and so it was playing and I was like, Mom. I like that. I have to hear that. So she bought me the CD, the Dixie Chicks CD, and that was the only song I ever listened to. I, to this day, I still don't know what else was on that CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you just use it as a, as a coaster, right? right? To put your, put your drinks on. It was just like the harmonies in that song. I've been a singer. That's what I went to college for. The harmonies spoke to me back then. 
Um, the story spoke to me even as a little kid, you know, not feeling like you belong and then moving forward. And so it's just, it was a really good song to bring me to country. It's happened. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. There's this woman in California named Tina Bejareno, and she had a baby when she was 17. And her mom told her that the little girl died 15 minutes after she was born. Oh. But D, uh, Tina recently found out that every bit of that was a lie. Oh. Something called 100 percent. You know, uh-huh. Something D-N-A. called DNA. Her mom actually put the baby up for adoption. And a DNA test reunited Tina with her child 30 years later. Wow. And she also found out that her kid is transitioning uh, um, to be a man now. And she's totally accepting of it. Uh, uh, She and her husband say that they are just so grateful that he's alive. Next day, she comes back to tell me the baby died 15 minutes after it was born. It never made it. It was sick. It was a hard time every year. She would go into major depression. I would for get about a week or two depressed. I would cry all the time. I, I think we need to talk. It says we're related, and it says you're my mom. I don't care if he's in transition. I don't care if he hasn't transitioned. I don't care. That's my kid. We're just glad he's alive. Remember, I told you a couple of days ago about my buddy Phoenix in Houston, who was told, you know, basically that you know he didn't have a father. Blah 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 blah. He was. Uh, and my buddy Phoenix's mother died when he was 14. She took it to her grave, who his father was. But because of, uh, I think he, he did Ancestry.com, just like that, tracked him down. Wow. First hey. cousins everywhere popped up around Houston. He contacted one of the first cousins, and the first cousin's like, I think I know who your dad is. Turned out lived you know, just 10 miles away from him basically his entire life. And, wow. and and they are reunited now. But DNA, DNA, DNA. Uh, and there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Every day, Fitch happens. Are you all jacked up? All jacked up. All jacked up. We want you to call us and tell us right now those things you do when nobody's watching, you know, that make you say to yourself, wow, I really might be completely all jacked up. All jacked up. Who wants to begin today? Claire, thank I, you so much for raising your hand volunteering. Go ahead. I know everybody does this. I just need you all to admit it. All right. So when I'm on Twitter and I see like a celebrity, like a tweet pops up like the moment that I see it happen. And then I watch the little hearts add up. I just sit there and watch it Aww. go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And the other day <laughs> I watched one go to like 3000. It wow. was like watching a lava lamp. I was really enjoying that. Yeah. Am I all jacked up? Yes, you're yes. definitely so all jacked, jacked up. up. I will not admit to that. All right, I got one. Um, I feel like, you know, I, I love YouTube and like, you know, Periscope, where you can literally type in anything and, and kind of take a virtual tour around our world. Like, you know, if, if you want to see what Rome was really like, you can go to YouTube, right? Type in Rome mm-hmm. and wow, you feel like you really get to know the city. Yeah. And I've been doing that with various, you know, cities across the world, you know, Cairo, Paris, 
Uh, and I'm looking at these places because, you know, I, um, I had a little baby when I was 19 years old. And since then, I've been doing nothing but having babies. So I've never had the opportunity to travel, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of having these virtual traveling experiences. And I feel like I know some of these places so well now that maybe I really don't need to go there. Does that make me all jacked up? Yeah, it kind of does. Kind of does. You're the Twitter traveler. Yeah. You're going to go to Rome one day and you're like, no, 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 take a left here, driver. (laughs) Trust me, I've been here before. (laughs) I know where I am. The Twitter traveler. Oh. Uh, anyone else? Don't feel don't oh, feel yeah. obligated. Oh, you have one, writer? Yeah, yeah, no. So uh, I, did, I do this all the time, but I didn't really realize it until one of my buddies pointed it out yesterday. Uh, I, I talk to my animals like I'm Adam West sometimes. You know, the like 1960s Batman? Batman. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Uh, I, I looked at my cat the other day, and I was like, criminal cat of chaos, are you hungry? And my buddy just looked at me and went, Dude. what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't oh, make you know. jacked up. That makes you in need of a straight jacket. Probably. <laughs> like- <laughs> Very jacked up. Fitz happens live. This is Fitz territory. Fitz happens live. Live. All right, Melissa, go ahead. Uh, hey, Fitz. Um, I remember when I used to see a bee and I'd go, yikes, a bee. And now I'm all, oh, wow, a bee. Hi, you okay there? You see the <laughs> <laughs> Can I get you a drink, a cushion? Want to borrow the car? It's Does like, that make me all jacked up? <laughs> it's like bumblebees do even exist anymore on this planet. Wow. Yeah. Yes. You're jacked up, but thank you. Yes. Oh, great. But thank you, yeah, thank you for caring about the environment and our bumblebees. By the way, save the bees. Save the yeah, bees. Save, save the bees. The bees. <laughs> Brian, go ahead. Um, so every time I'm driving and I'm by myself, all of a sudden I start narrating inside my my head uh, in the third person, and it's Morgan Freeman's voice. Makes you the star of a pretty interesting movie. Yeah. Right. Actually, I kind of do the same thing, but mine's Matthew McConaughey. You know, <laughs> uh, narrating my life like he's driving a Lincoln You're or something. You're both jacked up. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to uh, Justin for just a second. Go ahead, Justin. Hey, Fitz. Listen, uh, sometimes I lift weights drunk. <laughs> Are you drunk right now, Justin? Are you lifting? Uh, no, I'm completely sober, but sometimes I go out. And I get back home and I just lift weights. And I'm drunk. <laughs> a little buzz get that, that pump on. <laughs> you are so jacked up. But I, might, I might try it. 100% yeah, don't drop the barbell. Yeah, you might be jacked up. This is Fitz Happens Live. Fitz Happens Live. Happy Bosses Day to all Yay. you bosses out there. Some are, some are good, some are great, some are really, really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but uh, I just want to say I'm so happy to be in an environment with wonderful bosses and management. And Marie, our shout out and boss, thank you. And the Prime Minister of Twang, greatest bosses in the world. It's amazing what happens like when, when you come to work and people are, are you know what I mean? Yeah. Positive. Like right. no Support negative it. vibes Top here. Down positivity. Straight up positive here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. it All over the building. It's fantastic. This is like one of the most supportive environments I've ever been in. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're really, we're really, really v- very lucky right now. Um, to celebrate, a brand new survey found that two-thirds of people say they would rather be managed by a robot than their current boss. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> and they say the main reason is they trust the robot more. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Robots don't lie. Make less mistakes. Yeah. Yep. 
Of course, Boss's Day is trending right now everywhere on social media. Um, 12% of employees say their boss causes most of their stress and tension. 10% of people have dreamed about telling their boss off. 24% of people regret criticizing a boss or colleague uh, at an office Christmas party. Hmm. I guess that's a, that's a good time to do it. I apparently. have had... No, no, I've no. That's the wrong time. Uh, the wrong mostly time. great bosses, but there is one boss 20 years later that I still fantasize about telling off. <laughs> this guy was such a jerk, and every once in a while I think of him, and I just oh, I wish I'd ripped him a new one. If you're like me, uh-huh. what I did fairly recently, uh-huh. about, I don't know, a little over a year and a half ago or whatever, two years, two and a half. I actually did that. Did you? Oh, that's awesome. I did. I yeah. did. Sometimes you have to do what's right. Yeah. Yep. You I did know. That. I did that like six months ago. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, at GameStop? I'm out of here. <laughs> you put me on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Call me up. I thought this was interesting. Uh, 27% of women and 28% of men have had a, a little uh, uh, little tryst with the boss. Uh, 40% of workers have had more, uh, have, have hooked up with the boss. Ooh. Hmm. Many of them, uh, admittedly, for you know, getting a pay raise. Does that happen? Is oh, that yeah. still going on? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course it is. Hey. Not a good thing, but it, it happens. Yeah, it's a not lot. supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. What's yeah. the craziest thing a boss has ever asked you to do? I got a crazy story. Uh, oh, I had a boss ask me to hitchhike to work one day, and uh, I, my tires got slashed, and he goes, "Oh, well then hitchhike." Oh, your boss did that? Yeah. No, no, no my tires. <laughs> <laughs> my tires got slashed. I called in, and I was like, "I'm not going to be able to make it in." He goes, "Well, hitchhike. Find something out." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay. Well, I don't think this job is going to be wow. a good fit." So he could have suggested you rode a bus or an Uber, but instead he, he suggested you illegally hitchhike. Yeah. I had a boss in Dallas, and, and God rest his soul, um, and he was our program director at a radio station there, and he would ask me. Every two weeks to take him to cash his check because he, you know, he'd had some issues in the past and he couldn't get a checking account. And so, you know, I was just the young morning guy, you know, taking this, you know, nationally renowned radio boss of mine. But yet I still had to go take him every two weeks to cash his check. Wow. And he would walk out with just, you know, cash. And it was just the craziest thing. Like every two weeks I had to go. He, he'd ask me to. But Wait, was this that- like laundering? No, he, no, I think... This is like know, he didn't have a bank account. Uh-huh. He didn't have, have a bank, bank account. account. Obviously, he didn't have a car either. No, there were... Right. Ob- and, and there was also, I found out later, there were some substance abuse issues. Yeah. Uh, where that's I what think I'm maybe he needed cash and... Yeah. I found yeah. a surprising amount of people who didn't have bank accounts and would carry their entire paycheck in cash. Big load of cash that's around. terrifying, yeah. yeah. Anybody uh, have a boss ask you to do something crazy? Just bizarre errands or anything like that? Probably, but I've blocked yeah. it out. Happy, <laughs> happy National Bosses Day, everyone. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Stand by in minutes. I'm going to take you straight out of country. And Luke Combs' girlfriend, she is throwing up the Dukes, man. She is throwing up the Dukes. But why? Drew, guesses. Uh, there's another woman in the scene. Oh. Yeah, punch a lady in the face. Incorrect. Oh. Absolutely incorrect. Claire? Lego my ego. What do you mean? She's holding up waffles? Yeah. Someone you don't want anybody to touch someone's trying to touch her food. Oh, okay. And she doesn't like it? No. Right. Are the youngin? Why is Luke Combs' girlfriend upset right now? She's so upset. Uh, somebody's making fun of Luke Combs' weight. Way to ruin the segment, Dude, next writer. Serious? Way to ruin the segment. Way to absolutely ruin straight out of country. All right, you guys now, ahead. now, I'm not. I just guess. Now, what do they? You know, do they have a reason to come back and, and hear straight out of country in a couple of minutes? Well, yeah, because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. You nailed it. Oh dang it! But, <laughs> but 
but why? Why is the question? Why? Yeah. All right. I'll give you details in just a moment. Drew, standing by with the Thursday reality check. Well, let's talk about some football. Uh, not the games today, but we're going to talk about uh, the game from Monday night. Oh, now, do we have to? We it do. still hurts. I'm Drew. sorry, Claire. You are a Detroit Lions fan, so this is probably going to hurt. But you're actually going to come out on the right side of this. Unfortunately, without the win, but the NFL itself came out Tuesday after that game and admitted to the blown calls that, that the entire country noticed in the game. Specifically... Wow. Was there a uh, memo that went out or something? No, they, they came out publicly in a press conference, uh, some of the spokesmen for the league, some of the high-ranking spokesmen, and they basically were calling out the the uh, illegal use of the hands calls uh, against uh, Flowers right. uh, on Detroit. Twice. Twice in mm. four plays. or yeah. I think it was twice in four downs or yeah. something like that. Uh, in fact, that last one set up the, uh, the Green Bay Packers for a game-winning field goal in the 23-22 right. victory. So it got them the yards they needed and the downs they needed to get uh, into field goal range in a game that they were basically losing the entire game and, and trying to make that comeback on. It's important because that it slows down the game. It slows down the yeah. game. Well, right. that's the problem we're, we're looking at here is if they find a new way to go back and further review every call, that would slow down the game. If they rely on New York to call every single call, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to have a penalty, wait 10 minutes for the call to come in from New York. and Right. The but in, in in review of this, the officials, the the higher ranking officials, even said, "Yeah, if you watch this a couple times, it's you clearly see he never grabbed his face mask." He and there is so much of this going on. Yeah. They, there was some kind of memo that went out that there were certain penalties that penalties that they want to enforce more, particularly holding penalties. And now everything is holding. It's almost like they have to meet everything. a quota. Yeah, it yeah. feels like a quota. It really, just yeah. in this last weekend of games alone, I saw more blown calls in mm-hmm. the three or four games that I watched all the way through than I'd seen in probably a whole season right. of play. That's why and we should course, stop. What, last season, uh, the, the New Orleans Saints yeah. basically lost their playoff run. To the yeah. no, Super Bowl. The uh, Super Bowl. They lost that their, was the Super Bowl did. game. Yeah. yeah because they, of the blown call. Yeah. They lost it on the blown call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Instead of throwing flags, you know, I, I really think the referees should have, you know, paintball guns now. Just, you know, you know, just all different fluorescent colors on their jerseys. Right. And like you said, you'd know who the bad players are. You would know who is making trouble in a game because they'd have the most splotches all over them. You could just pre-tag anyone who's going to play Tom Brady because you know they're going to get called for something. Yeah, but then at that point, they'd all be deflated. That's all. Layoff Tom Brady. Tom's a winner. Don't touch Tom. There was a game a couple weeks ago where you literally heard the referee say to a player, don't touch Tom. You actually heard it. I believe it. All right, there you go. That's the Thursday reality check. Now, it's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. All right, you guys, welcome back. I have some info about Luke Combs and his fiance Nicole Hawking. Nicole Hawking is very, very upset. She's very, very upset because she wants people to quit saying that she's hooking up with Luke Combs because she's a gold digger. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah, a lot of people are coming after her saying, okay, really, Nicole, really, you know, you're with Luke Combs. He's a much heavier gentleman. And they're thinking that she's not uh, with him for the right reasons. Was she with him before he was real famous? Apparently they've been together for like three years. I don't know if he was real famous, but. No, yeah. You know, that's unacceptable for people to say that, you know, a skinny person can't be in love with somebody with uh, a little more love on them. Yeah, right. it's called Chubby Chasers, and that was like my entire high school years. <laughs> Ryder, tell me more. But you weren't a billionaire that I'm no, aware of. No, I wasn't of. a billionaire. Yeah. I yeah. was just a chubby kid, and you know, sometimes yeah. people are into that. People like chubbier people. And right. 
It's just a natural thing. What you're attracted to, you shouldn't be judged what you're attracted to. So you're to. saying just, that she she uh, she's in love with Luke Combs because, you know, she, she likes the heavier she people, likes maybe? The fluff, probably. It's yeah. not about that he's a country music star making millions of dollars right now. I'm, I'm asking well, you. I'm, look, that probably doesn't hurt, but in all reality, <laughs> I, I honestly think because for a while there, it didn't look like Luke Combs was ever really going to make it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right. this seems like true love. Well, Nicole, they, they've set a wedding date for next year, and they're not going to tell us the date just yet. But when it does arrive, he says he's going to be ready. He says, I'm really excited about it. I really am. I'm looking forward to that day quite a bit. Sincerely, Luke Combs. Right. I love him. Yeah. He's I mean, well, a- everything. it's like everything he sings is his, is a hit. Just turns yeah, to gold. He's, he's got a heart of voice. gold. Yeah. Voice of gold, a heart of gold. Right. Uh-huh. Everything about him is Thank just gold. Thank you, kind of gold. It's all adding pe- <laughs> up. Yeah, full of gold. Oh, maybe she's a gold digger. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. All right, so you guys know Cam, right? Cam. Yeah. Um, well, she hasn't really been on the charts for a while or no. even the radio for a while. It's been a couple of years since she's charted, I think. Well, she hit up Twitter and she told a little secret. She says, you know what? I've been hiding a little secret for a couple of months. I'm pregnant. Oh, wow. Oh. She says she's happy. She's glowing. She made the announcement in a clip with her husband. Oh. And uh, uh, she's got a little baby bump going on. Aww. So it's going to be their first child together. That's a good reason to lay low a little bit. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I think so, too. She's kind yeah. of adorable, too. She's totally adorable. I mean, priorities really, really change. Yeah. yeah. When, you know, if you're like a family person and around a bunch mm-hmm. of babies and, and, you know, you're happy with your home life. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe she's just sick of the traveling. Yeah. Well, and starting maybe. a family isn't easy either. Right. And when you're a traveling artist, and you could speak more to this than, than I can because you know a lot more artists, but you're responsible for a lot of people. You've got your band, you've got your roadies, you've wow. got all the people who are relying on you. Payroll. Payroll. Yeah. That's you're, you're, mm. you're their bank account. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to those who say, you know what, I'm not going to, let's take some time, let's do this, and let everybody else go have their lives and right. not be dependent on me suddenly flaking out one day. Yeah. You know? But she's going to have a beautiful baby. She's so pretty. There you go. We just took you straight out of country. Fitch happens live. The Fitch Show. Where every day is a Friday, Fitz happens. What's up? There's Drew and uh, there's Claire. There's Ryder the Youngin. Thank you so much for checking out the show today. We always love hearing from you and uh, appreciate our P1s, our listeners who've actually set this show as the number one button on their preset. Um, you know when people walk up to you and say, what's your sign? Do you, do you guys believe in, in, in uh, you know, astrological signs and, and the zodiac stuff anybody believe in that stuff yes, is it true yeah. zero yes point zero no. percent <laughs> true that is hurtful it's, there's parts of it where i can see like karma and different things that play with yeah. uh, your astrological signs there i could i can believe it but then other parts of me is just like yeah that's all craziness i don't there's take that lady it too we, seriously yeah. but but there are things that are just spot on with certain people including exactly. myself that there there's no other explanation for that what's like the other day uh one of the sales girls here i don't even know her name she walked up to me and she goes you're a cancer and I'm like, she knew exactly what. Was she talking about your sign? She was talking. <laughs> <laughs> or had you been sending her yeah. mean emails? Or something like Have you are sir, you're a cancer. Yeah. <laughs> you are a cancer in the building. How did you know? I am a cancer. Okay, so Drew, uh, real quick, I'm going to give you the surprising pros and cons of marrying each of our, our zodiac signs. What are you? Taurus. Oh, so you know what you are. Mm-hmm. The good news, Drew, uh, you're loyal, hardworking, and we'll be home every night at the same time. Okay. Uh, but here's the bad news is. The bad news is you like to smell your own toots. What? I know that's true. Yeah. I've seen it. What? Mm-hmm. 
so that's true of everyone born between April and May. You enjoy life's luxuries, but the downside, he'll expect you to be just as devoted and reliable, so free spirits need not apply. In other words, you can be a bit boring. Actually, maybe there's something to this. <laughs> Claire, what are you? Leo. All right, Leo. There's never a dull moment with a Leo. So true. Master entertainer. Sparkling. Yep. Dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the life of the party is always. Oh, yeah. Blast to be around. But you can get pretty pouty when you're not the center of attention. So true. And you can get pretty hot, <laughs> hot-headed and extremely vain. <laughs> well, when Make you- sure you have your double mirror in your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't acknowledge how great I am, can you blame me for being testy? <laughs> okay, Ryder the Youngin, what are you? I'm a Gemini. Okay, Gemini. Man, you were born with the gift of gab, which can be both a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, you're a great conversationalist, interesting, and smart. However, you're always talking and may have a tough time, uh, people have a tough time listening to you. Sometimes, <laughs> wow. sometimes they just want to shut you off. That's not wrong. Okay. <laughs> you could be a bit of a commitment phobe as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Especially sure? right now. Yeah, right on the spot. <laughs> okay, here's cancer. I'm a cancer. Everybody loves a big teddy bear. Uh, and it says, this guy's quite the nurturer. He's cuddly, loves his mother. Uh, he understands your feelings. The cons. He has high expectations and wants you to be just like his mother. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my lands. <laughs> oh, my lands. It's dead on. That's so weird. That is a thousand percent true. <laughs> Everybody sing. Yes, I want you to sing and I want you to sing. You want to be on my show? You have to sing. Just like my mother. <laughs> the Fit Show. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Thank you so much, folks. I'm going to take you out of Scotland. Busted. Moms and dads, I always tell you, you got to watch your kids and technology. We scope ours out all the time. I mean, I've learned so much about my babies and my baby's friends. Lord of mercy. <laughs> Just, you know, how they, how they communicate, about their plans, how they do their homework. You know what's really funny about that? Yeah, is what's it's always been going on, but yeah. just now it could be intercepted by parents. That's right. Kids have always, yeah. Teenagers have always been up to no good, right. covert oh, operations. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Now you just have an opportunity to seize right. that transmission. Right. Sure, the technology has helped the children, but guess what? It's also helped the parents. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but a mom in Scotland posted a video of her nine-year-old son using Alexa to basically help with his math homework. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't know that his mom's in the room until she completely calls him out on it. Alexa, sex multiplied by sex. Six times six is 36. What is going on here? <laughs> no, that is not how you do homework. Alexa, four multiplied by four. Four times four is 16. <laughs> you do realise you'll be doing all this again yourself? <laughs> <laughs> do you hear what I'm saying? You can go upstairs and do your homework. You don't Surprise. speak Latin. Surprise, Alexa can that. understand them. <laughs> but, Mom, this is exactly what Alexa was made for. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. I mean, th- this is, right, this is the world. This is it. All right, let, let's go to page two. Why are you kidding me? Folks, I'm going to take you out of your bed at night. Not so normal activity. Para not normal activity. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people have considered setting up an audio recording while they sleep to see if their house is haunted. Uh, but let this be a, a huge lesson to you. You're going to find out it's not haunted by ghosts, but it, it's probably haunted by something even more evil, and that's your toots. 
A guy on Twitter recently posted some clips from an all-night audio recording, and basically he recorded himself just ripping them all night long. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Was it like... Rocket, he was straight up rocking too. Bailey's <laughs> a full tank. Tacos bubbling from the fart bank. I had held the gas down on our first date when I was downtown with you. The I love you said Ben said. Many nights we shared a bed. Girl, what we've been through, no flagellants can undo. That's the truth. Yeah, spicy food just makes me squeaky. Under the shades, I do the one cheeky sneaky. Farting in the dark might get queasy. Blowing up the bedroom. My stomach stirring, Taco Tuesday, back ends burning. You'll be loving my Dutch oven. Toots need rockin', rockin' toots, rockin' toots. Me and you, me and you. Oh oh, come on together, rockin' toots. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. I always felt like Instagram was missing something. I just couldn't quite put my finger on it, and now I know what it was. It was Jennifer Aniston who decided yesterday to join Instagram. She only has one post. It is a picture of all her friends' pals that she took. A selfie last weekend when they were hanging out at Courtney Cox's house for dinner. That one post got her the fastest person ever to 1 million followers. And as of right now, when I started following her about 20 minutes ago, she's now up to 7.5, excuse me, 7.8 million followers. Amazing. People who could just, you know, who could just crop dust and take a toot on social media and they get a billion followers. Yep. Yep. Get this. 7.8 million followers and that friend's post is near a billion likes. Oh my god. In less than a day. Isn't that amazing? I told you there's going to be a movie. Nobody believe me, but there is going to be a 100%. movie. The demand is too. And Matthew Perry was in this photo she posted, right? Yeah. When he you, was oh, there. Yeah, they're all there. When you think about they're it, it's actually there. scary the power of something like this. Of the reach media? and the power and yeah. the ability to impact yeah. people and get people's attention. Right. That's awfully strong. I just think it's pretty amazing in this day and age of like Kardashians and the Kylie Jenner and all that kind of stuff. That a woman who debuted a show 25 years ago and is 50 years old broke the internet because everybody still loves her. You know what? I am, I am with you, girlfriend. And Drew, you were just talking about the power of social media. You know, when we uh, left the other station, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the station that shall not be named. Mm-hmm. It was the power of social media and technology that kept us in touch with, mm-hmm. with, with our listeners for that. And it's amazing. It is. I agree. It is so powerful. All right. Thank you, Jennifer Aniston. You're welcome. Thank you, Jennifer. Desperate Housewives Felicity Huffman is now behind bars. You are you are now safe to leave your homes. Oh, uh, she started her two-week sentence in the college admission scandal in a federal prison in California. It's a pretty light sentence because she owned up like right away, and she only paid $15,000 to have someone fix her daughter's SATs. But meanwhile, Aunt Becky Lori Laughlin, she spent yesterday taking a yoga class, trying so hard to be incognito. Hat, sunglasses, you name it, and yet she still got caught in side-by-side pictures of Felicity behind bars and Lori going to yoga. Uh, she is still awaiting trial. Uh, she, of course, paid 
half a million dollars to completely fake her children's involvement in the sport to get them into USC. And because she doubled down and is trying to go to court, she's probably going to get the book thrown at her if found guilty. She could get 40 years. Hey, also, if there's anyone listening who's checking in uh, to jail today, call <laughs> us now or text the show. Yeah, right, right before ahead. you hand in your phone, please yeah. text the show. Kids, yeah. I have the greatest news for you. Uh-huh. There is a Grease spinoff series coming to HBO Max. It is a musical TV show called Rydell High. <gasps> it reimagines the original movie and all the original characters. It is set in the 50s. I am loving it. Is Zac Efron going to be in it? I, I hope so. I, I hope be they put it. Zac Efron in it. There's also a prequel movie of the story of Danny and Sandy's summer romance called Summer Lovin'. That is in the works as Kind of well. sounds a little like Glee in yes. a way, but you know what? It's Grease, so it's it, it works. So take my money. But it's on yeah. HBO, so it might have an edge to it. <laughs> At the end, Sandy burns everything down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there you go. you got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz files. The legendary Fitz. Happens live. live. Real. All right, bro. Funny. Hey, I don't give a damn flam, Sam. Get the peanut butter jelly. I'm ready to jam. The Fit Show. Testing on. Hello. Hello. Testing. Testing. You know what I mean? Are you ready for some news? Food news. Dun, dun. I thought you'd be excited about this. Specifically, Ryder the Youngin. Ooh. Ryder, um, Starbucks basically let something out of the bag this morning. Somebody told me a little secret about a secret menu item. Starbucks? Have you heard about the Joker Frappuccino? <gasps> no. What is Joker it? Joker Frappuccino. Um, it's, is it matcha? Matcha green tea. Mm-hmm. And matcha green tea cream frappuccino. And apparently you need to ask the barista. And you didn't hear this from me. Uh, okay. Who'd you hear it from? Uh, I heard it from Claire. You heard it from Claire. <laughs> All right. You need to. That <laughs> you just got thrown Claire under. told me. <laughs> uh, so you need to ask the barista to draw a smile inside the cup using strawberry syrup. That's a lot of, that's complicated. You have to say, draw a smile inside yeah. the cup using strawberry syrup. Right. That's going to hold a blind. The Joker Frappuccino, where Again. hipster meets nerd. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. That's like the slogan. This. Right of the young and I see you over there, you seem offended by that comment. Uh, are are you offended that some people seem to be making fun of the Joker Frappuccino, considering you know your love for Batman and and the new movie that just came out? I'm a little upset. I mean, somebody put a lot of hard work into make something. You know, some nerd out there decided I'm going to make a Joker Frappuccino for all my other nerds, and everybody's just kind of making fun of it. It sounds maybe, exactly like the uh, maybe the maybe the one an award. Maybe this one won an award finally. It, it maybe does it won an sound Oscar. like the unicorn Frappuccino with a different name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because that uh, one was purple and green. The Joker's purple and green. No, the yeah. unicorn one was like cotton okay. candy flavor. I think that was also the, the colors of the Mardi Gras one, too. Mardi Gras, <laughs> yeah. purple, green. Detecting but a theme. We got all these colors left over. What are we going to do with them this month? <laughs> Guys, this is the secret menu. Whoa, whoa you're Again, telling me. Again, matcha green tea cream frappuccino and ask the barista to draw a smile inside the cup using strawberry syrup. Oh, oh they're going to be so tired of hearing that in about... One day. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm going down to get four orders right now. I'll see you guys in a minute. <laughs> Fitz happens live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get to it. What have we learned today for Thursday? It's October 17th, 2019. Let us know what you picked up from the show. Here's what I learned today. I learned during the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. That this kid got busted for having Alexa do his homework. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, these kids are like, you know, they're sharing homework on Snapchat. They're, you know, Alexa's. And I saw a meme the other day that said, hey, kids, guess what? I graduated without Google. Yep. We actually had to do research papers and, you know. Oh, yeah. The Dewey Decimal System. Yeah. Remember that, kids? I do remember that. Do you know I received, uh, uh, somebody started following me on Twitter the other day, and what they do is, someplace from Southern California, they write papers for kids. Yeah. Oh, what? Absolutely. Yeah. For junior high and high school, they in college, they write your papers. Yeah. What? And it's, they charge a fee. Yes. It's frowned upon, and you're not supposed to yeah. do it. And oh. if you get caught, you're busted, but it does happen. Right. It does oh, happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? What I really learned today, we may know finally how Fitz became the way he is because we called his dad today and and he let on that maybe they left him with the babysitter a little too much. Maybe he was raised by sitters. (laughs) I didn't say it. Don't look at me. (laughs) I had a huge crush on my babysitter when I was a kid. Hello, Seva. She's a doctor now in Houston, Texas, by the way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Seva, she was Greek. Oh, total sister wife material. I get it. Hey, what's going on, Claire? What have we learned today? Well, I'm learned that I'm not the only one who thinks my Detroit Lions got hosed over on Monday Night Football. Even the NFL agrees that, so they're, my Cowboys. that they're a penalty right. calling needs work. And Ryder the Youngin, what did you pick up from uh, today's show? Well, I learned that all my faults are actually in the stars. That uh, <laughs> me being a Gemini probably is the problem. You, you were just born <laughs> the wrong time of, of the year. Dang it, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Man, we're getting ready for the Friday show. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm right of the youngin'. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of the Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things Fitz and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.